You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Door Bumper Clear, presented by OfferPad. I'm Freddie Kraft, and we made it back from Darlington, thankfully. We're joined by third-place finisher Tyler Reddick on the show today. We'll cover Kevin Harvick's car catching on fire, the wild Xfinity Series race finish, drivers being outspoken about hard hits, Kyle Busch's trouble finding a sponsor, and much, much more. Jason, let's roll. Nobody's listening, but I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear. Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 6 Cup car. I had the uh, 68 Xfinity car this weekend, and that was it. That 68 Xfinity car cost us from getting halfway in that race. I don't know it would have mattered, but you... I got to the car. <laughs> yeah, you were gone <laughs> long before we were. What's up, Freddie Kraft, spotter for Bubba Wallace and Landon Castle this week. What's up, Casey? Hey guys, Casey Boat here, your marketing professional. And of course, we have... Producer Jason Schultz. I finished third at Darlington on Sunday, so that was a really good run for me. And also with us today, fresh off of his first ever playoff appearance, according to NASCAR Twitter, it's Tyler Reddick. <laughs> really? <laughs> you, didn't see, you didn't see that? I mean, the last year was really quiet. It was, it was in and out. Did you see hurry. that? They, they tweeted a picture of like everybody making their first playoff appearance. No, I missed that. And You're let's front see. Center. Front and center. Uh, yeah, the picture's is good. my man, Tyler Reddick. What an accomplishment. <laughs> Well, that's that's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, interns. I learned a lot from, from last year, so I mean, in some ways, I wanted to forget it, but yeah. I learned some really important lessons. Uh, it's not the first. That's a great way time, of putting so. it. not the first time the interns have screwed up the uh, NASCAR <laughs> social media page. But what's up, buddy? How'd your race go? Oh well, it uh, it went it went okay. I guess I should have introduced myself. I'm retired as a spotter. I really don't do that anymore. <laughs> I used to do it on a part-time basis, but... You're done now? Yeah, so I don't I don't know why I got brought on, but... <laughs> well, we figured... I guess I hold the wheel. We I, had to have somebody... Sometimes I tell Derek what to do. We but. usually have an idiot sitting in that chair, so I just figured oh, we'd get a more talented idiot to come in today. <laughs> well, I certainly... Yo, you Some may argue I looked like one Sunday, so <laughs> I'll, fit, I'll fit right in. I'll tell you what I noticed about your race car. It seemed like on Sunday, and it seemed like it got better, actually, but you would haul ass the first part of a run and then kind of back up a little bit, but, but like you'd gain... I don't know, five, six spots on the first half of the run and then kind of give maybe one or two back. But when like the beginning of the run, man, I, I'm like, damn, this f***ing eight tall on ass again. Like, and then 
Hopefully it comes back to us. But uh, it seemed like you could take off. And then later on in the race, it seemed like it kind of stayed. But there's we obviously really, shorter well, we're runs also. We're the complete opposite. Same way. I was going to say Brad was the opposite. Brad was good on the long yeah. run. Well, you, you, may, you may miss some of the restarts because you were going by me so fast. <laughs> but so, like, whatever reason, I was, I was pretty tight. And for whatever reason, I just couldn't go on a restart. It was, it was very normal to lose three or four spots no matter what. If I took the top, I'd lose, you know, I'd instead of just taking one to give up one row to go to the top, I was so bad I'd give up two rows to go to the top. And then that time I'd do that, there'd be a stack up and I'd lose th- <laughs> still lose four spots. So, yeah, I would go backwards four or five, then I'd pass them back. And then if we went long in the first half of the race, it was like 30 laps in, I'd go from being tight, the rear tires were gone, and I would drop like a rock like we almost blew a right rear tire. It was yeah. pretty crazy. It was wild. Yeah, your ace, TJ, I noticed you guys were – we're real good like the second we all ran about 40 laps i would say right 40 lap stints most of the time we would go longer because we and, were stupid yeah. fast and longer and then like you would stay out or you would be like, the last 10 laps for the pit stop you'd be coming every time and we'd obviously all get off off we tried again, to but. one stop and we we're actually gonna end up okay uh i forget which which car brought the caution out uh probably your favorite one um <laughs> at the I, end we, there yeah we could run yeah. like our no nah, i was like it was one of the first longer runs, yeah. There, oh. but we were gonna one stop it, and we, our car was like it just wouldn't fall off as bad. Like it was actually really good. Um, didn't have the front end speed that we needed to to really be aggressive, but um, it would it would it about fifteen laps in it would start. We would even out and we would start making up ground. Thirty laps in, we were ridiculously fast, and um, and then the very you know anything after that was just a bonus. If, but no, we were pretty good. It was. Um, one of our better runs there. I think we were, what sucks is, is right before the caution come out, uh, second or third from the end there, we had just caught the 43 and we were getting ready to pass him and we pit and we had a bad pit stop mm. and it sucks. Yeah. So we literally could have been in that position to take advantage of a caution at the right time and be up in the front or not a caution, but people, yeah, breaking and stuff. So. Yeah, sh- shout out to them guys. I mean, they like we talk about it all the time. To win a race, you got to be in position to win a just race. And that just means if you're in the top, if you're consistently running top five, top seven, you're going to find yourself in position to win a race eventually. And that was all they did the other night. They were they were good all night. They ran in that top ten easily, top five most of the time. And then here they are, have a great pit stop, kind of pit second after Martin blows up, come out of the pit second and. There goes Kyle. He blows there up, you and go. now you're leading the race, and you, and you check out and win the race. Awesome yeah. to see the 43 back in victory lane. All my buddies over there had a, did a really good job. Uh, first win for GMS. I think that kind of gets lost in the fold a little bit. It's technically GMS team. Uh, you know, they just kind of use Richard's name over there. Um, but awesome for them guys. Dave Allen's Eric been super fast all year long. Uh, shown consistent speed, I should say. Uh, my buddies over there, Joey, Rick James, Ian, all the Rick guys. James. Rick James. Put your shoes on his couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had a bunch of buddies over there still. And uh it's awesome to see them guys win. Uh, Xfinity race, wild finish. I think we'll talk about that in spot on, spot off. But ha- last restart, there you are in the front row. Oh, my gosh. Did you do anything different? It was uh, – well, well. first off, I, I wanted to definitely, you know, mention, you know, big congrats to Eric and Dave, all petty GMS. That's a big deal. You Knowing know. them guys, do you think they've been to bed yet by any chance? I mean, finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've done that a time or two with Dave. I'll be I'm awake sure. till the sun comes up. Um, it's a good time. Yeah. I know that they definitely had a blast and I was really happy for them. Uh, but yeah, it, you know, it's actually weird. Well, it's not weird, but it was 
that last caution coming when it did and how everything worked out to where I was restarting second or second, you know, I was going to have the second choice. It was all deja vu from the spring race. Kind of went the same way. We were running second or something like that and lose a spot on pit road or we were, we, we, I don't know what it was. We came out second both times off pit road and yeah, I was like, well, I took, I took fourth, you know, I, I decided to start behind Joey in the spring and that didn't work out because William and him got together and I got all messed up and they broke away and I ended up third. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and take the front row this time. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get a good launch. There goes, uh, Denny and Eric flying by me and I'm in third again. And it, from my seat, other than, you know, Joey wrecking William, it pretty much played out identically in front of me. Eric kind of ran his line that William ran, or William ran in the spring and I ran around Denny enough and Joey enough in the spring, both that they kind of were running the line that only worked for me in turn one. So I was just kind of stuck. Stuck. Yeah. It, was a, it was the worst feeling in the world. Both, both times I've been there this year, it pretty much played out almost the exact same way. <laughs> Poor Dave. I seen his, uh, they, I heard they toilet papered his house pretty good. Uh, I didn't see that. Noah yeah. and a couple other guys, Espinosa. They, they showed me a picture yesterday and it was a, it was a mess. It was pretty well, bad. And then it and rained. Then it rained. Well, all it did <laughs> rain. I, I've never, um, how do you like thankfully clean that up? Oh, you're you're in trouble it's, for rain. Yeah, you're pretty much done for. Yeah, it's, it's you. Do you not, just leave it? You know, you know what toilet paper does, right? Dissolves. It, like, right. Dissolves. Yeah. So you got to pull it off the tree. Like, piece falls <laughs> off. It's stuck on the tree. It's stuck in the grass. So uh, I mean, at that point, just leave it, right? Yeah, you might as well. Uh, Halloween decoration. Yeah. yeah. It started a little early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I know you guys have been critical about how NASCAR has handled rain in the area, and we had that issue this weekend. Uh, what do you guys think of the protocols NASCAR put in place, how they handled it? So, I mean, it was like a drop hit now and it's like, oh, whoa, uh, well, that was on Saturday, Sunday, Saturday it rained for a different. lap. <laughs> Sunday, yeah, you yeah. know, Sunday I was like, it's raining down the back stretch. It's raining in the front stretch. Yeah. Then there was that big cell. You could you see, see it in the it, car, yeah. but it was right behind one and two. And I'm every, the, every spotter on the spotter stand is flipping out, waving their hands at poor Sacco and everybody. No, no, no. See, we were, I was pretty far back. So I was oh, like, yeah. you were I'm fine like, with oh, it, I was you? awesome. I'm like, Brad, just keep going. <laughs> if I see anybody slip, we got time to slow down. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah, we you're were just, up you're just hoping half field's going to wreck again, right? <laughs> I was, uh, head start. I was, poor, was Sacco, poor Sacco's getting screamed at up there. And we're just like, what the, are we going to do this again? I like, saw him and it was, about, it was, and they just did it on Saturday. Like, like the first time somebody said the word rain drop yellow put it out like it hadn't really rained yet but they listen i'm good with that versus yeah you know what they're what they're talking about but you know a lot of conversation i heard a lot we talked about a little bit last week but like something that i wanted to talk about was the idea of throwing the caution when it's not raining and i just don't think you can do it like unless you have which they they well, there was rumors about maybe testing some stuff out this weekend trying to get an idea of how to you know if rain's coming or if it's close to the track um but, you know, like, unless you have a way, like we see the lightning data, like when they're saying here, they put it on the screen, there's a, here's your circle, there's a lightning strike inside this circle, we're, we're under a red or whatever, 30 minute delay. Unless they have something where it's like, look, right here on TV, it's raining 100 yards from the racetrack, we have to throw the yellow. They can't, like, they have to be completely transparent with it or not do it because you're just setting yourself up for God knows what if... God forbid Chase Elliott's leading a race and they throw the yellow for rain that's not really raining or Bubba Wallace or really anybody. But, you know, there's some yeah. trigger guys that will send the fan base off. Well, that's bull. 
the race is fixed, you know, so if you're going to do something like that, you have to be 100% transparent with it. You have to be able to show on the damn TV screen as soon as you go yellow. Here's why we went yellow here. The rain is right inside this radius and we well, have to throw like, the yellow. I like a weather station, like a little weather station set up out there outside each corner or whatever. And yeah. if it detects enough moisture. I mean, I thought from the broadcasting point, I thought they did a good job of like, at least, definitely on Saturday, like they planned ahead. They figured it out. They made people aware. I wasn't at the track, so I, I couldn't see. Saturday was else, a little, but they called to me, they called it a little early. Yeah, I'd rather be early. I'd rather be Saturday than Sunday, though. Like right. uh, when they did like call it early on Saturday, I just so happened to be going uh, to the gas station to get. I was getting my beer for some my dad. <laughs> I just said that backwards tonight. I was getting some beer for my dad. There we go. Um, he, uh, so we left the track and they were still racing. We pulled out and we drove to the gas station and we made it across that like overpass yeah. and yeah. like downtown Darlington. And as soon as we crossed over that, it's it like was a quarter mile away. Pouring so Maybe. hard. It was a monsoon. You couldn't even see. Yeah. So I was like, Oh boy! I mean, they They're did the right thing. Get, they did the right yeah, thing on rain. Saturday. Sunday was still a little questionable. I thought they waited at least a lap too long, maybe two laps, to throw it. But I was know. there for it. I, I was. was <laughs> yeah, that was unsettling. Was, I'm just, I'm just waiting for you know <laughs> drop. And the drops were small. They were you know about you know pea size on the windshield, and then they turned into like golf ball size drops <laughs> on my windshield. And this is the second <laughs> lap. I'm at this point. I'm yelling at Derek. Unfortunately, <laughs> like. It's freaking raining on the back stretch. I on bet the front you didn't stretch. say freaking. Like, no, I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I was screaming. I can't remember what I said. I, I don't Jason really often. likes you right now because you're not cursing. Yeah, I'm to By say this point in the bit. show, yeah. his like she's gonna bleep freaking out just to bleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might as well. Might as well. We should have pulled that up. We should have had that pulled uh, up. I mean, it was just I was telling Bubba. I'm like, you like I'm like it's light. It's not bad. And then it was like okay, it's picking up. Okay, now it's raining. Okay, it's still raining. And then there was one time, like, when they finally threw it, we were off a of four. And I'm like, do not bust your ass into one because I think it's raining hard down there. But it was just. At least yeah. they're, like, trying to figure it out and they're making some I wasn't sort of even progress. looking at my car. I was watching every, everyone yeah. in front of the field. I was yeah. waiting yeah. for somebody you're to see, see, you're looking to see the first slip. one spin. Yeah. As soon as they see Which should not slip. be the case in the first playoff race of the season. That early <laughs> in the race, either. <laughs> yeah, lap seven. But at least all, what we what did. What are you trying to do? Get to halfway? I need all I can get, man. I think at least what we did once the rain came out was the. Was yeah. the right thing. Yeah. Just stay out there and stayed out. What was being said? I looked down there one time and I saw Brett looked really happy. Him and Sako? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. They were hugging by the end of the race, but I'm sure <laughs> Sako had probably reached his boiling point with 30 guys up there screaming at him. And probably saw Brett. <laughs> and and was I'm like sure you. Brett was one of the worst ones. So. <laughs> Me on the other end. It's dry. It's dry. <laughs> Freddie, were you mad it rained on Saturday because that delayed your return trip to Columbia? Yes. Yeah, I, I have this on my notes. These are the important things. Yeah. How, so how is, um, you had to be like boiling yourself. I sitting was there so waiting mad. Out. <laughs> we were, so me and Brett were going to the game and we had it figured out that like that race is one of our favorite races because it's short. Like it's a really good race. I think, that, I think that Xfinity race is like the perfect Xfinity race of the year. It's 147 laps. The stages aren't real long. You got tire strategy coming and going. You got an extra set if you wanted to use it. But like, so we're like, okay, this race is usually about an hour and a half, two hours. We'll get out of here by five. We'll be down there by six, six thirty. And, and we'll see, you know, all the pregame. The biggest thing, I've never been to a football game down there. So Brett's like, you got to see the pregame. Like the pregame on the field is amazing. Uh, you know, they pop cocky out of a box to some song and they go nuts. Who? Cocky, that's their, uh, I don't know what, I think it's probably changing his name. I don't know. They got a damn mascot down there. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, of course, I'm looking over my shoulder and I'm like, so wait, the, the same 
pops out. Rain. I guess I don't. They got them in a box. I've never seen it. So I still haven't seen it. So, so the, the weather or cocky. <laughs> I was just about so to say. So is that I'm legitimately sure. like a box? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> you say that? Uh, that might, that uh, might have to get DJ, cut out. Can you say I'm that? just saying. Like, um, Brett would say it. So, uh, so <laughs> of course I wouldn't. But I look down. Cut that out. <laughs> and I am. I look down and nope. I'm looking at my radar <laughs> and I'm like, oof. And I just look down at Brett and he is steaming mad. <laughs> That's like, why I wouldn't like answer any of those messages. Steaming mad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, he is not happy. And then he just looks at me and he's like, where? That's all he kept saying. I got. I had a few people tweet at me, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm afraid for what Brett has said." Like, please, I'm so sorry to all the fans. Whatever Should Brett text has said, me stayed. We uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were trying to rent our gigs out, uh, but no, we made it. We made it for halftime, so that was cool. We didn't see halftime. We got there for the second half kickoff. Um, so that was fun, but Glad you survived any stories? Oh yeah. Well, the, 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 the bad part about it was like, we were going to meet a bunch of friends down there. They got a really cool deal out right outside the stadium. They call it the cockaboose and it's just train they, cars. They really like the word cock. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're the game cocks. I didn't make the name up. I can't help it. Um, but they're like train cars that they got lined up outside the stadium and they're super nice. They're finished like apartments and bars and stuff. So, uh, one of his buddies owns one. So we were going to go hang out there. So then. Well, they were all hanging out all day. So by the time we got there at halftime, everybody's drunk. And like you ever just show up at a party when everybody's drunk and you're sober, you know, that's really not a lot of fun. Oh, wait. <laughs> I mean, you weren't going to drink while you were well, there? Well, I was planning on it. But like when we did, obviously, but like we were off schedule from everybody else. So like when we got finally got a buzz, they were blacked out. <laughs> so it's just like it was we were we were half uh, half a football behind everybody. Yeah, it was, it was just me and Brad. But well, that's half a football game and pregame, that. too. I, you're yeah, way behind. Oh, yeah. I, and I, 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 we asked Billy Moe, who's the guy that owns the, uh, the, the train car. And I'm like, what time did you get here today, Billy? He's like, I don't know. The game kicked off at 730. I'm like, what, what time did you get here? He's like, ah, like 11. I was like, <laughs> okay, all right. Full uh, day for you. <laughs> oh, Billy, is that your, uh, that your car? What, what do you call it again? Cockaboose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Every time. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. We got, and I survived. I told Brad, I said, it's kind of a low-key night because we didn't get too wild because we got down there so late. And I was like, that's probably what I needed in my return to Columbia. So I woke up. I had all my everything I, I left with, and we were all good. But <laughs> Megan must have been so proud. Megan was proud, I'm sure. Something about going to football, college football games that just are just so inviting yeah, for I'm, the unknown. Uh, Megan's probably, probably really excited. You are all up in that cockaboose. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of uh, blacking out, how was Derek Krause's 21st uh, Ooh, birthday? He turned 21? Turned 21 on Thursday, and he was my leading candidate for one idiot because he called me on, uh, maybe it was the week before, and he's like, hey, I'm coming to Charlotte. I'm gonna be, I'll be in home. I'll be in Charlotte for my birthday. You, can you take me out for my 21st birthday? I was like, I mean, I can. Do you I, don't want know, I don't know if you really want that to happen. So uh, <laughs> he, this, this could be a thing. He was doing. He called me. I said, "What do you want to do?" So we went to dinner. It was early, probably about six o'clock. And my twenty-first birthday. Like, I guess I probably didn't drink a lot of beer back then, but like, I guess it was more liquor. But I kind of assumed him being a kid from Wisconsin, like he's gonna drink beer. And I'm like, "What do you want to drink?" He's like, "I want a Captain and Coke." And I was like, uh -oh. at six oh. o'clock, I was like, oh boy, this is going to be a long day. So we got a couple of drinks at dinner. We went to the Kilted Buffalo, which is a cool bar in uh, Langtree over there. Uh, and 
that's where things took a turn for the worse. I had Brandon McReynolds join me to to help in my corruption at Derek. I'm sure and there he was switched from captain <laughs> to crown and ginger. No, he stayed on the he stayed on the captain, but the fireball is what kind of fireballs took him over there. And we, were, but I still say that me and Brandon had him on a decent trajectory. Of he's gonna be drunk, but he's not gonna be killed. Like he was, he, you could tell he was starting to get a little buzz. Like he went to leave the bar with the with his drink. His grandfather called him, I guess, for his birthday. So he, he's going to leave the bar with his drink, and the bouncer's like, "Hey, hey, hey, you can't leave." And he's like, "No, no, I'm talking to my grandfather." He's like, "Okay, well, you just can't leave with your drink." He's like, "No, no, it's okay. I, I'm talking to my grandfather." They're like, "No, put your." drink down like <laughs> so then so he's like okay whatever then he why puts would you his, answer at that he point? puts his drink oh he should not have answered no he puts his drink down in front of like some random person sitting at those tables outside of kilton and the guy's like what what is this get this away from me so he moves the drink he's like why are you touching my drink and then i'm like here we go now he's gonna get me into a fight it's like hanging on my brother so then whatever we get him back inside and he's still pretty good i had maybe he had two shots by this point it's probably like nine ten o'clock and next thing i know he had a couple buddies with him and one of his buddies comes over with a tray full of fireball shots and just one after another hands them to Derek. And he, he might've done a couple of these within a small period of time. And I was oh, like, we're no. in trouble. <laughs> I said, we we're the train is coming off the tracks and his, his night ended. He might've blown a motor in the, oh, in the Saeed's parking lot. So, oh, I mean, oh, if, 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 uh, traditions. If, if you're going to have a 21st birthday, you, you're almost entitled to puke in Saeed's parking lot. Yeah, you, it almost has to end at Saeed's. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. There was two options where it was going to end, and Megan was with me, so Saeed's was the only option, really. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want to go to the shoe show? She didn't want to go. She didn't want to swing yeah. by a score sports bar. <laughs> she didn't want to go to the Ruth Chris. <laughs> That's weird. I thought she was cool like that. <laughs> she's been. I can tell you she's been. I don't think she's ever enjoyed it, but she's been a couple times. All right, well. Well, before we hit the spot on spot off, TJ, what? What was it no. like? What was it like spotting for Dale at the? Wilkes oh, Bar okay. Race? Yeah, we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, we uh, North Wilkesboro was ridiculously awesome. Ooh. Like there was a lot of people there on Wednesday. Okay, so <laughs> I went up Tuesday and did practice, and they changed their schedule when it rains more than anybody that I've ever oh my seen. God. We're going to get a 15-minute practice here, and then we're going to follow that up with a street stock qualifying session. Then we're going to get a 10-minute practice. And then, you know, after that, we're going to give you seven minutes. It's like there was a lot going on with that. But so where we were spotting from was in turn two, and there was a little wooden stand there, clearly not big enough was, to be a spot. There's 35 cars there, and there's fit six people. Yeah, <laughs> it was not good. And then there's the walkway right next to it down, and then there's like – what, maybe 20 feet, 30 feet? I don't think it's that much. Probably and then, 20 feet. And then the maybe. bleachers just end because they were pulling them down. I mean, they just end. Like, There's no railing. Off, you just, just, you fall just off end. the edge. So they got this like orange snow fence snow fence up, and the, so you can't go over there. All good. Well, that's fine for Tuesday. We get to Wednesday, and halfway through the race, and I look down, there's this dude ripping that fence down, and he moves it over to the edge. And I look down, and this place is packed. Like ridiculously packed, like uh, like not a seat to be had. No, yeah, it was it was really full. It was yeah, full. Oh my gosh! And then so we fell back. We qualified six, fell back to like ninth, and we were just saving tires. You could see people over driving turn one. And he he wasn't, and I kind of was hoping it was going to turn out pretty good. Well, at the end, we're the fastest car on the track, and he goes starts passing, gets to like back up to six, and he's fifth. And by the time he gets to fifth. The crowd's ramping up like it's oh. starting to get 
Then Every he gets time to, he passes Oh, somebody. my gosh. I thought the bleachers were going to come down. <laughs> like, I was nervous. Like, it, it was ridiculous. The atmosphere there was incredible. Like, yeah. just to see that many people, the all the people working the gates they had, um, the concessions, these little food trucks they had there, just where everything was exactly how I would hoped it would have been from for that race. And it was... Uh, the racetrack was phenomenal. I know it's run down a little bit and it, it spots and it should be, it's sat for so long, but the track itself raced phenomenal. Like there is, we, we could put on a heck of a race there. Yeah. The, 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 the track is in really good shape. I don't know. I heard they're maybe holding off on the decision to, to tear it up. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I heard rumors about it, um, but you know, they got to work on obviously some of the, some of the infrastructure around yeah, there, obviously sure. some of the real like traffic was pretty brutal getting there. I heard, I seen one guy tweet that he lives 10 minutes away and it took him like two and a half hours. But I mean, that's what you're going to have. Like there was, it was just, if you're going to go to was, a big event, that's yeah, you just gotta, gonna, how it's going to be. Gonna, yeah. And, and they did the great, I thought they did a great job. They kind of pushed the start back a little bit, trying to let as many people get there as possible. Um, so that was cool. I, you know, I don't know. I hear some, some crazy rumors about that place. I, I think. Please share what, what, uh, I was just about to ask. Do you think it's back for good? Or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think I, I heard. Some, it should be. I heard rumors. I'm, I'm all for it. I heard yeah. rumors. Tyler's going to be racing there. If not next year, the year after. Oh, I like it. I, this place is amazing. I'm not telling you what he's driving. But I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not, not next year. Why? <laughs> well, <laughs> Next year he might be. I don't know. <laughs> the coffee was hot. Extra hot Starbucks over here. <laughs> no, I think uh, the place is amazing, though. the The track, I would race. I mean, uh, it's it was gonna, way more banked than I thought it was. Like watching oh yeah. races from back in the day, there. Like I was like, uh, it, this got way yeah, more. I thought it was like I super flat for the first time. Everyone knows the, the first thing you think of is the wreck in a turn three. And I looked over there. I'm like, so this is where that wreck happened. You know, and yeah. I'm like, this place is really small. Like you see it on TV, everything looks so much bigger. Then you get there. You're like, man, this is where they <laughs> raced. But it was, uh, they put on a great race, man. And it, it's awesome to go to somewhere and actually see a guy ride around it, fat, you know, not just ride around like the modifies did there, but like actually try to maintain but save his stuff a little bit and it pay off in the end yeah. like we we were a tenth faster than the leader and probably three tenths faster than everybody else the yeah, kid that I, took off in the beginning oh that 81 or whatever it was he like, got lapped yeah like half of the race i thought i thought i thought you went back a little i think i didn't think you intended to go back as far as you did but it was like you were riding and then you kind of got stuck behind somebody like my 14 car i was i was screaming oh about gosh, that 14 the whole race i'm like dale get rid of this guy yeah i was <laughs> but uh i knew it would pay off but yeah I, we got we probably got back a little bit further than i thought i was thinking maybe we'd get back to like fifth or sixth or something but man at the end and i'm like we got to third and the leaders had a pretty good gap we weren't going to make that up and i told him like just save look man you're just save your tires now in case we get a green white checker and here it comes, Poor Carson Quapel so. wins the biggest race of his life, probably, and nobody has any idea about it because they only talked about Dale. The poor kid, yeah. the poor kid, the poor right? kid went over there and, and did a really cool uh, Polish victory lap. He went to turn two, turned around, and he's everybody, hey, congratulations! And then Dale just turns around, does the same exact thing, and again, I thought the bleachers were coming down. The place yes. erupted, but it's, at least he got loud cheers when he won. So I, you know what, I would deal with the traffic and stuff like that for to go to an event like that. You just, there's certain things you're going to have to do with. There's no way you're going to go to an event like that and not have some sort of traffic or 
anything like that. You just got to know that that's part of it. Did you stay so, up there? No, I came back after. I heard they I heard they ran pretty hard that night. Yeah, he Huffman called me and, about so, that. Huffman yeah. and uh, Boo Carlisle and a couple of those guys. He called me. He, he called me the next day and it was around lunchtime and I could tell he was wounded. Like, <laughs> I could, he, well, he seen he had to go to like I don't know like kindergarten orientation or some preschool yeah. or something the next morning. I'm like, oh, I bet he's he called loving me around right lunchtime. Now. <laughs> he called me around lunchtime. You know when he called and he's like, hey, what do you got to? He was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but on the point of that track, I mean, we don't have a lot of places like that anymore where. Everywhere we go, it's like drive at 110% every single lap. Yeah, 110% yeah. every single and lap. that man. is one of the few tracks of, of that size with the infrastructure already there with a little bit of work, you know, yeah. that you could take NASCAR racing there pretty easily. Yeah. And with the surface that it has. The surface was to, awesome. You know, I mean, the track was managing great. Managing your tires, you kind of have to have that in the back of your mind. We don't really have a lot of tracks like that anymore. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, there's, I don't, I don't remember hearing a bad thing about it. Not one thing. No. You know, a guy got stuck in traffic. Well, okay, guess what? It was a great event. That yeah. you There's also 20-plus thousand people there. Yeah, you know? if you go to a Garth <laughs> Brooks concert, yeah. if you, you go, go to a Garth Brooks you're going to get stuck in traffic. Yeah, yeah. everywhere but you go. But worth it. Yeah. 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 Def- crazy atmosphere, though. Ridiculous. Hang on. I got to give a shout-out to somebody from North Wilkesboro. So I see this kid. I'm walking back. I was out there with Huffman Spot in a limited race, and this kid comes over, and he's like, hey, give me a shout on your podcast. No fire suit, no nothing. I just thought he was a random fan. So I'm like, oh, what's up? All right. Uh, I'm like, well, who are you? He's like, my name is Michael Bumgarner. And I'm like, or Bumgarner. And I'm like, uh, all right. I said, I'll think about it. I was like, I was, not, I had <laughs> zero intention of giving this kid a shout out on the podcast. So limited race ends. I'm not, I just, we finished 10th or something. I'm not, my timing and scoring wasn't working because there were so many fans there. And uh, I'm like, whatever. I'm, I'm going to the infield. I'm getting my bag and I'm leaving. As I'm leaving, the kid's getting out of this kid wins the race. He's getting out of his car and they're like, and it's Michael Bumgarner with the win. And I'm like, no kid. Okay, well, here you go, Michael. Here's your shout out. Congrats on winning Congrats. the limited race at North Wilkesboro this week. So you did three races. You did, did you do two races? I did or? two. I didn't do, I didn't do the cars race. Okay, I just did, you did the limited and then Flores in the street stock. Yeah. And that, so yeah. What happened after that race? I heard that, there was, there were, I heard there was, I didn't go down there for that, but they, uh, so we got dumped on the last lap. I heard and you chopped him. Nah, no chance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and and we we got turned around there. And the best part was I thought we just because the street sock race was after before the limited race, so I stayed up they there. They put you back in the position. They put right? us back to third and put that guy to the rear because they were coming to the checker. And I was like, oh, if that guy wasn't mad already, now he's real mad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was fun. He Ryan came down there and oh, was, there. wasn't happy, right? Yeah. Ryan's the guy wanted to fight Ryan, and Ryan's like, it's a street stock race, man. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, you ran through the back of my car. <laughs> I can literally see him saying it just like that too. <laughs> I can't do. All right, let's hear a little bit more about our presenting sponsor, OfferPad. Freddie, have you been thinking about selling your home and making a move? If so, then let us help. <laughs> Our friends at OfferPad have created the easiest and most convenient home selling process out there. You can get started before you even finish listening to this ad. Start by visiting OfferPad.com and completing the five-minute form about your home. You answer some basic questions about your home and submit it to OfferPad. Then OfferPad's real estate experts will get to work. They'll send you back a competitive cash offer on your home within 24 hours. It doesn't get any easier than that, TJ. Once you receive that cash offer in your inbox, you're in control and can decide your next move. If you like the offer, take it and enjoy the perks of selling with OfferPad. They include selling without listing, no showings, picking your own closing date, a free local move, and much, much more. We're headed to racing Kansas City this weekend. Great news. If you live in the area, OfferPad has markets on both the Kansas and Missouri side of Kansas City. If you currently live there, 
and are looking to sell, or if you want to move there, start the process by checking out OfferPad and enjoy some of that great Kansas City barbecue. And this is the very important part. When asked where you heard about OfferPad, select the NASCAR option so they know we sent you. Spot on, spot off. It goes like this. Spot on means you agree. I'm spot on. Are you joking me? He's lost his mind. Oh, and by the way, no one ever seems to agree. And then spot off means you disagree. Spot off. Oh, here we f***ing go. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But if you're TJ... Um... Uh... Uh... There's only one correct answer. I don't know. It's time for Spot On, Spot Off. All right, first topic. Sheldon Creed and Kyle Larson's battle to win the Xfinity Series race cost them both the victory, and Noah Gregson wins from P3 on the final lap. Spot On, Spot Off. Tyler. I think you could look at this one a few different ways. Um, Well, yeah, there's three of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, look, the, the, I guess let me start with the, the Sheldon Creed, Kyle Larson battle. So like me and Andy Petrie had a pretty spirited discussion about this on Sunday. And this is a interesting one. I, I don't believe, I don't think Kyle's, is Kyle won there in Xfinity car? I don't think he's ever won there, no. I don't think he has either. So that well, was what part it matter, of. He's going for the win. Doesn't I know, matter so that was kind at. of part of my <clears throat> argument. But then the other side of it is Sheldon Creed, needing a win playoff playoffs, yeah. all this stuff going on, you know, um, Hendrick RCR track house. We all work together. We do a lot of stuff together. So, you know, I think it was pretty interesting to get Andy's side of it and hear his perspective, you know, like feeling like Kyle should have been a little bit more, I don't know, given a little bit more Fair. of a break or a little bit more, a little more forgiving, forgiving. But I feel like Kyle was, that was my side of it is I feel like Kyle, Kyle was, he was like trying Walken's to do that. Glenn. <laughs> well, yeah, they at Watkins Glen they kind of got after it with one another. <laughs> Sheldon and Kyle did actually, I well, think, I'm, in the Xfinity race. Yeah, well, yeah, then the Cup race. I mean, Kyle got well, after that it was for a win, but that one. was against Chase. That's different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. for a win, but meaning not he's not competing for a championship yeah. in the Xfinity series. I don't know. I guess where I was going with this. Sorry, um, you're good. You, you see I the company side, and then you see the racer side. I guess what I I should have started with. Sorry, it's it's like I don't listen and don't know what I'm doing. I should say spot on because that was one of the craziest finishes I've seen in a very long time. Just just how that whole whole thing unfolded. Kyle had to work really, really hard uh, to get around AJ, run him down, and um, it was just a great battle between the he three had to of get them. Hard to get back in the race. You know what? He, he cut a tire or something early and was laps down. Oh yeah. And I was like, I'm like, if that 17 gets there, he's winning the race. And it didn't even matter that his right rear quarter <laughs> panel was completely yeah, knocked yeah. off, knocked in two inches. Uh, like, oh, he's just his just right rear's going to get close it. to the wall now. He's going to go faster. Uh, you know. But you know, I, like the same thing. I can see why people would be upset with Kyle for racing as hard as he did. I don't think. I think Sheldon set the bar. We've seen this earlier in the year. We had, I think it was Road America or. I don't remember where it was. Where where did Larson and Gibbs battle for the win? Was that Road America? Yeah. So, you know, Ty really didn't rough Kyle up. So when Kyle got the opportunity, like he got back around him, he had an opportunity to rough him up. He's like, well, I'm not. He didn't do anything to me, so I'm not going to do anything to him. 
Well, when he caught Sheldon, Sheldon was not going down without a fight. You know, you know, he got to the outside. Sheldon kind of, you know, you can't. Yeah. This is not, I'm not blaming Sheldon at all, but, you know, Sheldon was aggressively trying to block and, and do whatever he had to do to win. So when Kyle sees that, it's like, all right, the gloves are off and here's well, now we're going to race. And I don't think that Kyle did anything egregious. He went into one and got loose. Like he just got loose well, underneath he, him and he, chased it into him. He got loose. And that was what I was my point with with Andy well, was he, he got, got loose, loose because Sheldon laid it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sheldon admitted that he laid on his door. Laid it on in his, his door. interview, he admitted he laid on his door on purpose. Yeah, these guys are just racing their asses off. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, just tough. If he would have just given him, I feel like another foot, maybe he still would have had. This still would have been the same effect. Kyle can hang on to anything. He would have caught it, not clipped him. Probably would have been a different story. The only thing I learned from this wreck, this deal, is please. Stop doing the video game move. It's not going to work. I know. <laughs> so that was, yeah. well, was this tire flat question. or not? Because I don't I actually heard, know. I heard the video I, I saw, it, it didn't look flat. He told his guys he felt like it was down getting a three. So he just went for it. Um, I don't think either it was way, I don't, I don't have any. I, there's you could not I would not be surprised one bit if it was or wasn't down uh, and he just did that same move anyway, thinking it was going to work. But what well, almost worked it for worked. Larson. Yeah, almost like he, and that's but what he, I think. Yeah. Like, and it's different in that type that type of car, though. But I don't think the tire was down because you can tell when it when they go right, down. So you can like, see when it went down, it was just a shower of sparks, and that was like the quarter mark of the corner. He sped like, up before I think, that. I think what yeah. what the difference was is Kyle like kind of eased it in there and then got on the gas after yeah. he was in the quarter. Sheldon just like just sent it in there like he had in like <laughs> video game back of the day. And I'm spot uh, it on, looked wild. It yeah. was, I mean, incredible race, incredible finish. Again, we talk about it all the time on here. The 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 Xfinity race outshines the Cup race by a million times, uh, and it's just, I mean, the the way you can get to each other in those cars, and and you know, we you can use the air to affect the guy in front of you. It's just that that those cars put on a phenomenal race. It feels like every time we go there. I don't mind somebody being aggressive because I feel like Sheldon's pretty aggressive at times. We go back to the first Atlanta race this year. I'm spotting for Brandon Brown. We're running side by side with Josh Barrett on the front stretch and Sheldon tries to go three wide through the middle and causes a wreck. Like that's how can you blame another guy for racing aggressive? If that's how you're going to race, whether, I mean, the guy's trying to win the race. I mean, whether you like it or not, Kyle Larson's not there to collect points. He's there to collect a trophy. And if you're a race car driver, it's really hard to tell yourself going into that spot after everything you've overcame that day, you pass this car, you're you're getting victory. This is the last guy. And how do you be like, no, I'm gonna let him Yeah, yeah I'm no, not gonna say I, it. I'm not gonna, and I don't I don't think he but did look anything. At his record though. Like this is Kyle Larson, right? Like he doesn't no. move anybody ever. On no, purpose. And he that's let, for sure. Yeah, and he let um look at go back to Road America. I mean yeah. he he's honestly a very clean racer. He's Chase very clean. Elliott fans would disagree with you. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. one time, I know. <laughs> the one time, so, but I don't ever, I want to see two guys going for it. And I enjoyed watching Sheldon try to hold him off. And I enjoyed those guys going in there and racing. I mean, that was one of the best races I've seen there. Kevin Harvick's comments after his car catches on fire and ends his day. Jason, you want to read that? Kevin Harvick said, we just keep letting cars burn up, letting people crash into stuff, get hurt, and we don't fix anything. Now we're just riding around and cars catch on fire. Just parts they don't care it's cheaper to not fix it find someone to run the show who can run it spot on spot off freddy uh so first of all was was the committee on a coffee break when kevin's stuff went up in flames down in turn one because i want nothing to do with any of your it comments look to me i mean <laughs> I, the guy's getting out of the car and the 
<laughs> like I, I don't know if the TV and the and and the yellow flag are exactly synced up like they are most of the time, but like you're watching that video and Kevin is literally halfway out the window before the thing turns to yellow. And it's like, what what were you doing? I understand like this is where we come in with that it's a caution or it's not a caution because the we know what the delay was. We're in the middle of a pit cycle and they don't wanna they don't want that to be that, you know, race altering. But it's a caution. The guy's car is on fire. He's getting out. Like, are you going to just stay green with Kevin Harvick walking around in the apron in turn one? But, you know, that was that was the the one part that it was like. It's a local yellow. It's <laughs> just a local yellow. <laughs> well, I mean, do you th- I, I wonder from from up there in the stand, it it's so flat and so, you know, there's all this stuff in the infield. Did they maybe I think that he was crawling to yeah, the he, back? He went by and us he's on, on fire, fire for he, sure. Yeah, when he, he went, went by on fire, we're going for. I saw it in turn. Th- I saw it in the middle of three and four, and I told Brad. I thought he was blowing up. First of all, and yeah. I said, "Brad, I got one blowing up on the." It was front right. Stretch. You were probably right near me because we were right behind Kevin. Yeah, and, I saw it. Yeah. And yeah, I guess either way, they don't have like a line of fire trucks yeah. on the back straightaway pit yeah. road. And, so. yeah. and I mean, you're looking. at He's on the apron in one. We're in the middle of a pit cycle, so now guys are going to be bowling by him on the apron, coming back on the racetrack. It just was. It wasn't a good look, and it's it, it just entirely too long to throw the yellow, especially with a guy in danger on fire. Um, but as far as his comments, listen, I thought one of the more telling things, Kevin's always fiery. You know, you know where Kevin stands on everything. He's going to give you his opinion quite literally, but Rodney, (laughs) (laughs) Rodney got fired up and I think he deleted it since then, but he sent out a tweet, like essentially just like, you know, I forget exactly what it said, but it's like, sure, let's just have this opening and let's catch all the rubber we possibly can and let it get into the rocker box and then get hot as possible and burn my car up. You know, like he got fired up and that's telling because Rodney really, I feel like he's way more reserved a lot. Um, and I don't know what this is. Like, maybe you know about it more than me. It, se- it seems like some kind of design flaw with the Fords because it only happens to the Fords. Like we saw it with Busher, we saw it with Briscoe, we saw it now with Kevin. Like there, I think there's been four or five guys that have just literally they're their rocker panels catch on fire and then they're out of the race. Um, so I don't know, I don't know where the flaw is, but if you, you read Rodney's comments and you read some of the way these guys are talking about it, it's like they know what they well, it need. wasn't. Busher didn't run enough laps. Busher got KO'd by your guy in turn Oh, I know, one. but still, but That's, I'm just saying, but, knocked, but the fact that it but happened, still it happened. Right. It caught yeah. the car on fire. Nobody you know? want to talk about your torpedo Rodney, move in the one there. In the beginning, Rodney also, <laughs> I think he did like a video on Instagram, yeah, like right? It, it seems to me like they know what they need to do to fix it but they're not allowed because yeah. of the modify. You, know, you got limits on yeah, what you, you can run, modify. You can only run what you, yeah. what you can buy. So yeah. it's, it's, it's they they know what the, that's the, I guess, assume that's the frustrating part for them. It's like, they know what they need to do to fix it, but they're not allowed to. Yeah. yeah they were very interesting comments for sure. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Denny Hamlin gets close but doesn't make contact, battling for the win on the final lap with Eric Jones. TJ, spot on, spot off. Uh, spot on. The last thing Denny needs is to go in there and knock a guy out of the way. He's just quietly doing what he needs to do to set up for a long playoff run. Like yeah. you don't. The last thing you want to do is go in there and mess with a guy that has nothing to lose the rest of the season, but go for wins. And when you're when you're in that moment. 
and you can't afford a bad race and he's having a bad day and he sees you and decides to make your day way worse because he can really end it right there. It's not worth it. So smart move by Denny. Yeah. I mean, smart move on him's part, but he, would you say if it wasn't, it's not that it's (laughs) not that he didn't try because he got in there pretty hot in the last corner, but he could have, he would have, it would have had to have been, deeper and harder than like he would have had to have been it would, it would have, have been, been ugly if he yeah. if he got to the him. only way you can move somebody it unfortunately with this car is basically what joey did to william yeah that, you have race. to drive in that hard and tell yourself if i don't hit william i'm gonna hit this wall so hard like you have to go in there almost kind of like you would in a video game when you're yeah. trying to knock people out of the way it's just kamikaze you just, <laughs> just got to drive it in there and if you don't hit their bumper you're killing the wall speaking like of that i didn't see it on the rest of the show but did you see the three four wide move in turn one and two there did i see it I, somebody was on the outside of it yeah off turn four yeah no, turn four. i'm talking about turn two whenever oh, it was I didn't the see that 99 one. it was the 99 and um the 20 got together over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was right in front of us. And then Joey shot to the bottom. Uh, yeah, I lifted. So I thought, though, and I, I saw the 20, the 22 go to the bottom, and then he kind of comes up and hits the 20 in the door a little bit. I thought that was rolls for, like, destroying the guy's car. Yeah. I, it was the first race. Wasn't uh, that, like, this, yeah, that's ex- almost bullying? the exact same thing. Was that thing. not bullying? I mean... <laughs> This, Bubba did the same thing, but like Bubba started checking up. I'm like, no, 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 keep going. They they saved it. So I don't know how, but they saved it. Yeah. It's funny how when the shoe's on the other foot, it's oh, like, yeah. okay, oh yeah, we're just racing hard. Well, it's playoffs now. Three wide though. I seen this, you get squeezed in the fence <clears throat> off of four. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I saw that. Poor Austin. I I didn't know that he got squeezed too. So when I got back to him later on, I pretty much did the exact same thing back to him and stuffed him in the fence off too. He came he came up to me after the race. He's like, I just want you to know that. I got I got shoved up too. I'm like, oh man, okay, sorry. Well, I'm glad I didn't ruin your race because I was pretty mad. I got to be honest. So we had our pre-race meeting um, in the in the hauler, and obviously Bubba and Ty are in there. And, and I think Bubba told him how to use that maneuver where you just go three wide and see what happens because that's what it looked like. Bubba was telling him early in the race because he got to, he was starting in the back or 21st. Somebody will lift. Won't be and he's like, he's like, just, he's like, just plug the bottom. It'll work in the beginning because everybody will be stacking up up top. And then with that, that late restart, I'm like, oh boy. I said, oh boy, he's taking that advice now. It's a little late for that. And he just, I'm like, we're right behind you again. I'm like, oh, they're wrecking. One of Ty's moves at, at uh, Darlington was and his car turned really good down there was to run the bottom through one and two. And he would just make it, he would catch people, surprise them. And you, you know, the guys up there, Oh, you're clear by three, clear by two inside inside. And the guys are like, Whoa, I'm just going to lift. And yeah. there he goes. There like, he goes. So you, if you took it away early though, lift, though, <laughs> you don't have, but it ca- I think it catches them off guard. Oh, yeah. And, no, you can, it, it, well, and if it's a longer run, you're spread out, there's nothing behind you. You're like, Oh, just go ahead. You know, but, we ran off. We ran two by two off of two one time late. What might be like the second tight. or last restart? Tight. I was it's like, tough, oh man. boy, we you were on the top, get... and I'm like, oh, because Bubba had been letting guys go there all night, and it was this was a late restart, maybe the second or last restart. It was after after it was after that yeah, caution, when, right? Was, was like the pit cycle? I think it was, was like it Harvick or where? No, where was the last one? So yeah, yeah it was, I think it was, it was Harvick still. And I'm like, no, that was that was close. I had a close call with him. I had a close call with with Denny. Off of two, actually, on the last restart. I mean, what are you doing? I was going to say, that was late in the race. I saw that. No, it was. Sign that deal and wreck us all. Yeah. <laughs> you got to teach him the ways. Don't touch Denny. Don't say Can you imagine? Yeah. Freddie, what are your roles here with Denny? Could you imagine that race? Like, they, he might not know what it used to be like at Darlington 
you know, seven, eight, whatever years ago, whenever, if you went off turn two side by side, it was over. Yeah. It, like <laughs> one of you weren't coming back and like, it used to be so sketchy over there. Now you got remember, guys running the wall over there. You're like, what is it? You gonna remember make Ricky did Ricky did it like lap one, that COVID year, didn't he? Like well, he the ran first the race back. Yeah, no, I mean, he, the, when <laughs> he I did that, I think he was right in front of me. That was like, a, this is like my first cup race at Darlington. I'm like, okay, that, that this place is going to be. Might've been one of the most bonehead moves that I've ever seen in my entire life, simply because it didn't work out at all and he yeah. wrecked bad so uh yeah that was not good hey great thought process so like hey if i go out if it sticks send it send it yeah uh 12 tires stick better than four right <laughs> 12. i think that would have been more like 16 tires yeah. <laughs> tyler this one is for you after hard hits at daytona nascar says drivers are feeling the wrecks more because they are wrecking at higher speeds and different angles than they have in the past you want to take a bathroom break <laughs> Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick respond by saying this. Kyle Busch said, I don't believe that. No way. Kevin Harvick said, they are blunt, violent wrecks every time you hit something. Every time you hit a car, it feels like hitting a concrete wall. Every time you hit a soft wall, it feels like hitting a concrete wall. And he said, money is more important than safety of the car. That's the perception. Did you go to a rave last night or something? What the hell are you doing? Like <laughs> big rave. Guy. Like you can't, you can't even like your voice sounds like you swallowed a frog. Big like, rave I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, so man. instead of commenting on NASCAR's comments, cause we don't want to get you invited to the hall or with the rest of us. Um, no, I'm not. Do you I'm know? Not I mean, you, you've took some hits. Like, do you, well, yeah. Do you uh, notice a difference? It is surprise. You know, it's been a process uh, for me getting used to this car and what what's going on with it. Um, yeah, you lied about it in the beginning. I can't drive this car. That Charlotte, I can't hang on. I couldn't hang on Charlotte to it for a while. Twelve times. Of I course, you couldn't drive like crazy. <laughs> at the Charlotte test, you were convinced you were not going to be a race car driver. Anymore. He's got it down pat so good. Got, now he my ran spin around Martinsville so much backwards. higher than everybody else's. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, we saw yeah, that. that too. Well, I'm not even going to lie. Doing that in Martinsville. <laughs> Prep me for driving backwards out of the crash in the rain at Daytona. <laughs> Daytona. I don't know if you guys saw that. Like I came I off did. the banking backwards and yep. drove backwards through the grass. There's cars crashing in front of me. I'm driving backwards, looking at the camera. <laughs> I was already I home. Reverse all the, See no, that? I was already home. <laughs> I reverse all the way to the back straightaway, and it works. I didn't get stuck in the grass. That's, That's good. pretty valuable. Good move. Yep. But um, I don't know. I guess we don't want to get you in trouble. Kind of so in a mix on this because it's pretty aggressive. You know, comments by by Kevin and Kyle. Um, so I don't know where, I don't know if I should spot this on or spot it <laughs> off, but, but certainly I think what they're saying about the car and some of the, some of the details about it, from my experience, um, the little impacts seem more sharp. Um, you know, it just seems like this car is stiffer and you would just bend more stuff. Um, you know, we had, we had track bars and truck arms and, and just, you know, things, things would, would move a things lot, would would crumble a lot more with yeah. the, uh, the old car and this car certainly it's it does surprise you the little the smaller impacts seem like they're more um but i've hit some things really hard in the truck and xfinity car and the old cup car um and you know i haven't had you know i remember those hits they were huge and i don't know i haven't really wrecked this car super hard yet knock on wood but uh you know i haven't had any like really big impacts that were just you know really caught me off guard or anything so but certainly like darlington last lap going into turn three uh, I, for whatever reason, I was like, I got to send it in here in case something happens. I locked my left front tire up, smoke it, smoke it, go slam it into the wall. And I hit the wall so hard. I thought I wasn't even going to come back to the line. Like it was, it was pretty yeah. surprising. So um, what, yeah. I, I know you have 
driver group chat, tons of conversations with the drivers and, and the driver council. What are you hearing or hoping that drivers will have NASCAR do to improve these, make them safer, less hard of a hit? What are you, what, what's the conversation been like? Well, it's, 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 it's a balancing act, I think. And this is my, just my opinion because there's a lot of things that this car has been a lot better for. And I, you know, I haven't been doing this as long as some of you guys have, but you know, the crashes that have, in my opinion, almost killed people, taken their lives are the, the ones where intrusion really comes into play. When the cars come off the ground, the roll cage has been crushing like Newman's crash, like Joey's crash at Talladega. So for me looking at that, I felt, you know, again, this is my opinion. They didn't ask me how they, when they, when they, when they did this car, but when I look at that, you know, that is way better. You know, we saw Harrison Burton's car flip upside down at, at Daytona and it looked like the roof barely moved. So like that type of stuff, you know, I'm really glad the car's a lot safer in those regards, but certainly it does seem like when you bounce off the wall, it's a little bit sharper. Um, but I mean, the car is, is, is stiffer, you know, yeah, the car is, yeah. very, so it's almost like it's going to hurt it, more. I've seen, you know, seen the chassis. I knew that, you know, the little, I, I just, I just had a feeling that these little impacts were probably yeah. going to, you're going to feel them more. There's just but, no good. But it's safer yeah. in other, in other. A lot lights. safer in yeah. a lot of other, other regards. It yes, might absolutely. hurt more for the little ones, but the bigger ones are less severe. The chances but of I don't, severe you know, injury. I mean, if we, if we slapped independent rear suspension and the, and the, the parts that we have on the old, old car and took it to like Darlington and bounced off the wall with independent rear suspension and, and the way the front suspension's designed, I, you know, it's definitely going to be stiffer than, than than what it has been on on thinner sidewall tire, and then well, the tires and the wheels. You know, I look at I've hit the wall a lot. Everyone knows that. But uh, <laughs> looking over at my car after the race, you know, normally when you hit the wall with the old car, you just destroy the tire, the tire would blow, whatever it was, right? You wouldn't really have a lot of debris or markings on the wheel. It suck you in too. It suck you in, but uh, certainly the, the next-gen wheel on both right-side wheels, I mean, it, it looked like the wheel pretty much took a lot of the impact. The, some of the sidewall was scrubbed off of uh, the tire, but the wheel really hit the wall more than the tire did. And I think the old car, the tire would eat more of it up than the, than yeah. the wheel. Interesting. Um, so you want to go first because I'm probably going to get called to the hauler for this one. Uh, I don't want to go to the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, we're, how in the world – can you come out and say that we are suddenly just hitting the wall differently than we ever have this year? Like, what, what is that? What does that even stand? Like, what does that look like? How, what are these angles that we've never hit at before that we're suddenly hitting this year that we've never done? Like, I don't get that. That's one. Wait, I missed that part. So they, they came out and said that the reason why the, the Rex NASCAR statement was the reason why the drivers are feeling the effects now is one, we're hitting at different angles now. And two, we're going faster than we ever have before. Well, I would certainly agree in the middle of the corner, we're going faster yeah, than I, we ever The corner have speeds are definitely yeah. up because you're just not out of the throttle enough. Like no. back in the day, you'd have a thousand horsepower and you'd have to roll out and roll through the corner. Now it's you're just hauling ass through the off. middle. This car, car has yeah. no side force. When you spin it out, it snaps and you're backing in the wall. Yeah. And you, I mean, from that regard, yes, you never would see a car spin out and crash the way like Chase Elliott's did at Darlington with her old car. You just spin the apron and that'd be it. That's just the way this car is built. So, I mean, I just uh, you are backing like, these cars into the wall more than you would have with the old one for sure. The the you know our biggest wreck, Bubba's two biggest wrecks, 
you know, for sure corner speeds are up, but still, like, I, I don't, like, I feel like we've always hit. Like, there's no, you can't tell me, oh, so this year all of a sudden we're hitting at a 33-degree angle that we've never hit at before. So, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, you're never going to convince me that we're just wrecking differently now. Uh, even, I mean, guys spun out and back to the fence. You'd see guys rear clip, knocked to the back windshield many times in wrecks. Um, but, you know, Kurtz was a just a simple spin off of four, rear impact. Bubba's two biggest hits were all front impacts, you know, getting hooked coming to the start finish line in two plate races. Um, but, you know, I just, I, these, the statements of, you know, are wrecking at different angles than we've ever wrecked before. Uh, you're never going to sell me on that. But then just, you know, going to, you know, credit to guys like Kevin and, and Kyle that are going to have to be the mouthpieces and stand up and say, like, listen, that's just not true. You know, <laughs> like this is like, well, they're this here, this, their, their statements are pretty poignant in the fact that they're just going to, they're calling them out and saying, listen, you know, these are, these are older guys, the veteran guys that shouldn't be the ones leading the way in this deal. And, and, and the drivers are realizing now, you know, they don't, the problem is you got to make these things safer. These guys are not sticking around. Like, you, yeah. you know, I, like they're making, I, I really do know that they're looking at and they're going to be oh, making they're gonna, changes. I mean, they're, they're gonna, they, I, I they think know, the drivers yeah. just are like, I think the drivers really, and I can understand this point of view. They they want it to be this week, yeah. but really always. hard to do that. Always, yeah. 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 So that's a driver's thing. But like, hey, like, I we obviously I can understand you wanting to fix this week because what if you have that crash? Yeah, and I think like Kansas, Denny was right? a perfect example. Like Denny came out last week after Daytona, and he's like, "Listen, you know, I wasn't, I had not hit yet. Like just like you talked about, you haven't had a hit. When he hit that hit at, at Daytona, he's like." That was rough. You know, that was, that was, I mean, that was harder than I thought. Yeah, he, he took the race off this yep. week. Um, you know, it, it was, it was a big shot for him. And, and I think it was okay. Now I kind of see what these guys are talking about a little more. Um, and, and hopefully you don't ever find that out. But, um, you know, the, I do think the car overall is safer. I, I, I think it's safer for sure. I just think it's just too rigid. You know, I think they did a lot to, to it's definitely solid. It's to the back. It's really, it's, it really, I think, boils down to the rear of the car. Uh, I think they did some things in the front to kind of make that give a little bit better, but they really have so much you can do in the front with the motor and all yeah, that up there. Uh, but you know, it just seems like these rear impacts. Bubba talked about it. We were we wrecked, and I might have talked about this last week. We were in that big wreck in Daytona, and I think it was Ricky was up wrecking up top and just slid down the hill into the back of our car. And Bubba's like, it completely knocked the wind out of me. He's like, and he was just sliding down the hill like he wasn't. We weren't at speed. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I, I just don't understand. Um, so you know, obviously they're going to get it better. You know, and we're not doubting that you know it's yeah, just it's sure. just it's just hard to hear the drivers it's a learning curve man it's a new car and yeah it's like just, obviously I, I do think it is safer though for overall i think it's safer just need to maybe do a couple minor adjustments to it to make the impacts a little less severe keep the fires from starting too right <laughs> that would be good <laughs> well just i mean it. if as long as it stays at the fords i'm fine with it. you might yeah, want that <laughs> same here you probably have been okay with that fire at martinsville there first race right as cold as it was like oh, 35 degrees all up that's for sure <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kyle Busch says it's probably tougher being who I am to sell a sponsor and then says, name me the last big five to $10 million sponsor that has come into our sport. 
So is that a Kyle problem or a sport problem? Name one that's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's probably a Kyle problem. <laughs> yeah, that, the, one, the one that's leaving is a Kyle problem, right? Spot on, spot off, TJ. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's wrong, but I don't think he's all the way right. It's like a 50-50 thing here. Yeah. Um, you know, the way everything's going, it seems, it's hard to get the all-year sponsor on every... Uh, you like don't we, see many of them. Back in the ever. day, it was like, okay, this this was on that car the entire year. That was their sponsor. Now, now this this sponsor wants 10 races. The markets are different in areas, so they want they want to be on the car here. Though they want Daytona. They want, you know, the, the marquee races, but uh, which I don't think is bad. I think that's... It adds uh, variety. Yeah, I think it's good. Um you know, I don't think it's necessarily, I don't think you're going to see the one big guy come in here and like he, Kyle's been there though. When it was like that though, right. when he first started, he, it was like that. But now you have three, four sponsors, a car almost, I think you have like maybe one big, one bigger one, one, you know, then one medium size one, then maybe two smaller ones. Yeah. I mean, spot on for Kyle. Cause obviously he's kind of acknowledging the fact that his persona has is going to affect what's going to his future now. And, and, you know, M&M's, you see that we see it Sunday, a poor guy's leading the race, going to win the Southern 500 yeah. blows up. And the crowd goes nuts. Like as soon as they see smoke around 18, the place is standing up cheering. And I'm like, damn, this poor guy. Uh, but you know, listen, M&M's afforded Kyle the opportunity to do a lot of things, say a lot of things and kind of act however he wanted to act for a long time. A long time. And that's gone now, you know, and, and, and he's feeling the effects of it and you're not, to your point, there's not many, I don't know of any right now that are that are full-time sponsors. Denny, I mean, everybody's got, it feels like I don't think anybody's got a full-time deal that I can recall. Um, so, you know, that's what he's, you know, wherever he ends up next year, that's what his deal is going to look like. You're not going to find, Brett. if Brett was here, he'd be the one to tell you, like, you're not going to find a $20 million sponsor now between now and february like that's a year long top guys even chase has multiple sponsors everybody all of them do all Uh, like joey i mean a lot of them too are b2b sponsors where they use some of their assets to get support from like from a business standpoint so i i feel like it's also different where the sport is different yeah the process of getting a major sponsor like that is probably year long you know you're working on these people forever trying to you know take him to races, you know, smooth him around a little bit. So you're not going to, so if he, wherever he's at next year and, and that decision's coming soon, I think it's, I think it's a two horse race. Um, oh yeah. And what was the horse's name? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like he's just going to have, it's going to be a multi, multi sponsor deal. You know, it's going to be race to race. It might be 15 different sponsors. Cause plus, let me tell you something. People will be dying to get on Kyle Busch's car wherever he announces he's going because the guy is super talented, one of the most talented guys in the garage. Wherever he ends up next year, he's going to contend for wins. He will be in the playoffs. You know, he will potentially. He's an asset. I mean, he is, and and love him or hate him, he he's on TV a lot and he gets a fan, a crowd reaction no matter what. So you're noticing whatever logos on Kyle's car. So people will be lining up to get on there. It's just unfortunately for him, it's not going to be the ten fifteen million dollar primary sponsor. It's just going to have to be you know here and there piece it together like we were talking about four or five different guys or girls sponsor wise but you know it's just it'd be interesting to see and you know it, it, that's that's what he's gonna have to go through i he's, mean you know it like he's had uh, a lot of the same merchandise for a lot of years so wherever <laughs> he ends up going he's gonna sell a lot of merchandise oh yeah and uh yeah i definitely there might be a couple of drivers in the garage that it's easier to sell sponsorship for um but but certainly you know 
at the end of the what day, what he brings to the table as a personality, what he does on social media, all that sort of stuff. I mean, he's I, I would think he's got to be like top top five. I would think when you in go the garage, when so, you I mean, go to the racetrack, the the merchandise haulers are lined up in the midway, and there's only two guys that have their own merchandise hauler. It's Chase Elliott and it's Kyle Busch. Everybody else has their their team hauler. There's, you know, all the Toyota guys are in one and then there's a Kyle Busch hauler. There's all the Hendrick guys are in one and there's a Chase Elliott hauler. Those are the only two guys in the sport that have their own merch trailer. But yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's necessarily, again, a problem of like the state of the sport. I just think how, you know, people that, that come in, partners that come in and want to be a part of the sport, look at doing it, have just changed how they want to, you know, their spend their money, changed. how they want to yeah. yeah. advertise, and, what they want to do with it. It's just changed from what way it was. Just like being on the sponsor side, you're not going to put all your eggs in one basket either. Like yeah. right now, they are sponsoring other sports. Oh, yeah. When you look at, you know, TJ, your comment around market it, markets, like they might not find value in going to a place where they don't sell their product. Like West Coast. I mean, yeah, some people like, don't have product on the West you know, Coast. That's what, or, that's what we talk about. And, and overall exposure, you can only get it for you can only find value for so long and get new customers for so long. And when you're spending all that money and you're not seeing new customers come in from that product, then like, what's the point in spending all that money? Guarantee rate. One of my partners does it in a really cool way. They, they just like, they're, they're, they work with us. And I, when I've talked to them, their motto is kind of like, yeah, we just kind of want to be a part of every little small sport that might be out there. I mean, like bowling's not small, but they're like, they're on bowling. Uh, I did a pickleball event with them. They like do cornhole. They do all these crazy yeah. sports and stuff. Cause like, they're like, well, we get our name in front of it. Cause not a lot of other people are jumping at it. And I yeah. think people are catching on. It's and NASCAR smart. is the most fan brand loyal sport. Like the research is still there. So oh, yeah. like, I know they'll find success in it, but it's definitely changed compared to what it used to be. Like it definitely used to be, ago. if you liked that guy, you were using that product. Like if that was your driver and he was sponsored by whatever oil, you were using that oil There was or smoking that cigarette or whatever. Yeah, I think I've gained a lot of new fans this year with Richie. That's worked out pretty good. They don't remember you, but you did get <laughs> No, they remember. They're like, yeah, you were all right, but you got that Richie deal, man, and you just became my favorite driver. That's like, why you thanks. followed up with a restaurant sponsor, man. Y'all hungry? Yeah. Just, yeah. Here's our munchies. Buy some Richie. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's Cheddar's Cross Street, Daytona. Go over there. <laughs> Door Bubble Clear fans, we want to give you five reasons why RacingUSA.com is our favorite store for NASCAR merchandise. First, NASCAR fans have rated RacingUSA.com, Google's top source for NASCAR merchandise, so you can always buy with confidence. Second, RacingUSA.com discounts every in-stock order and pre-order item every day, so there's no need to wait for a sale. Third, RacingUSA.com guarantees the lowest advertised diecast prices so you don't have to shop around for a better price. Fourth, RacingUSA.com ships all in-stock orders the next business day so you can get your order faster than anyone else in the business. Fifth, RacingUSA.com has a wide assortment of driver's diecast apparel, hats, helmets, novelties, and collectibles for the sport's most popular drivers. RacingUSA.com currently has more than 400 different collectible diecast cars available for 37 different drivers, including this weekend's Eric Jones Darlington Race Winner Diecast. Fans, RacingUSA.com is Door Number Clear's choice for NASCAR merchandise, and we want it to be yours as well. Whenever you need new gear to show your support for your favorite drivers, shop RacingUSA.com, where you're always somebody special. Engine, engine number nine. I'll tell you, if they don't hurry up and pick this track, I'm going to run out of 
beer and cigarettes. Okay, so TJ, you look at the data all the time. I'm only tell you this data. Hey, Freddie, just letting you know we got the beige GMC out in the parking lot in case you want to have Bubba come out and hit us like you said everything out on the track. So. Hey now, Jason, got a message for you. Get out of Dillner's ass. Reaction Theater starts now. How about that Xfinity race? The greatest finish this year ever. Can't tell me any different. Sheldon Creed, Kyle Larson battling it out and wrecking the dog out of each other and letting the GOAT (laughs) Noah Gregson win this race at Darlington once again. He's the GOAT. The GOAT. Can't tell me any different. Noah Gregson, get on door bumper clear now. Hell yeah, brother. Noah Gregson, the goat. Noah Gregson. We'll have to refer to him next week. He'll be here next week. Uh, his deal was that he was coming. Him and Brett made a deal that if he won, he was coming on. So Brett's obviously not here today. So we pushed him back a week, and uh, he'll be here next week. But yeah, I don't. I couldn't. I got confused. Was it the greatest finish ever or this year? Because he said this greatest finish ever this year. <laughs> Will someone remind Suarez that Darlington is slick and rubbing is racing? Him and Bell are side by side. A little contact, he gets the wall. Bell's one of the cleanest drivers on the track. He's out there talking tough after the race. Oh, I'm gonna get him back. For what? Racing? <laughs> I didn't see that. Did he get mad? Oh, yeah, he definitely said he owes him one. I, he said he was gonna get him back for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I what mean, do you get him back by just rubbing against it? Like, they didn't wreck, right? I mean, no, nah, I mean, they just, was he gonna just door I him forget somewhere? How many like, people he's, he, he's, for how many people he's rubbed? No, never, back. never. He doesn't. Angel. The Ross Chastain not give a tour. Nah, I'm on the Cody Ware not give a tour. Going from a top 10 to knocking the wall down twice at Darlington and impacting the playoffs. God, glad to see we're back to normal this week. <laughs> uh, they like something had to have broke that last time because he pounded the fence off it oh, too. Oh, yeah, you don't just miss like, that. Yeah, like it's something, a tow link or a tire went down. I seen yeah. Robbie Benton at the gas station on the way home. I think he said he broke a tow link or bent a tow yeah, link. Yeah, something broke for sure, but so that's not here's, really on him. So here, here's my thing that Cody did the other night that drives me crazy, and I see this isn't just Cody that's guilty of this. I see a lot of times that people have to do this, and it drives me insane. Cody did it twice the other night, chooses on the restart, like chooses at the cone, gets to the backstretch, and lays over and gets out of line. So like he's up there like top 15, top 20 or something like that, would choose what lane he wants to be in. And then when we get to the backstretch, he just pulls out and goes to the back. So now you're if you're behind him, you're choosing based on where he's running. Yeah, your numbers are and then, up. And then he just pulls out and moves that whole lane up, and you're like, what the f***? Yeah. Like, stop doing that. And then he did it twice. I thought Brett was going to lose his mind because I think Brett was behind him both times. <laughs> I didn't lose my mind on 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 it when it happened to me uh, Sunday because it seemed like it worked in my favor. Like <laughs> everyone chooses. That was your best restart. Right, sweet. He got out of my way. He got out of my way. But yeah, that one was tough uh, for me specifically because whether Kyle was going to have that engine failure or not, um, you know, I felt like we were we were chipping away at his lead. I didn't actually know about the 11 yet. Derek didn't tell me about that. <laughs> um, but but it was setting up to be really, really good for us. I think we were going to get to Kyle and have a shot at racing him. Would have been interesting to see if Danny would have kept the pace that advantage that he had. Um, definitely looked like it way it was going to turn out. It was going to come down to me and him pretty pretty much at the end there. So that one that one's a bummer. We we'd finally gotten it rolling pretty good there. So I was I was pretty 
If it stays green, I think we probably finish about fifth because we were getting ready to pass air. Oh yeah, you got the ultra long, ultra yeah, fast. Yeah, I think we were. I think we were. If it stays green, but it obviously didn't. No, it didn't. Unfortunately. You mean to tell me, Kevin Harvick's car looked like a damn California wildfire, and nobody saw it. Didn't see it at all. We'll just wait a good fifteen seconds to throw the caution. NASCAR should be embarrassed by that. I don't. I don't disagree with her. I mean, he did drive it for a long time, though. Too he drove. I mean, he drove it down to the fire trucks. And essentially, it, yeah. Well, I mean, if it was on fire in turn three, yeah, yeah. I'm saying he, he, he came out of front and he <clears throat> and he just pulled yeah. down by the fire trucks. I mean, I, that's I what you're supposed think, to do. I honestly think he was going to drive it back. He was going to try, and then the thing that's was what engulfed yeah. in flames, and yeah. he yeah. then it got really <laughs> yeah. big. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a. Uh, that was crazy. I, <laughs> it's I, a I hard call, to, though. If he's trying to drive it back, do you throw the caution? And wait then? Till he's, yeah, because he you know what I mean. Yeah, but I, yeah. You, you throw it as soon as he stops, or you see him slowing down down there. Like if you see him stop, you throw it right yeah, there. They didn't because yeah. he was getting out before they threw it. Yeah. I drove by him whenever that was starting, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I, it smelled like um, almost smelled like he had a gear issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I see it in my fancy high definition camera I have in these cars, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh man, there is something really on fire right <laughs> behind the right front tire. This is going to be a good. caution. Yeah, it was it was wild. Jason, Tyler, whatever the f- your name is, <laughs> shave that damn mustache off. You look like you're getting ready to give my kid candy and try to get him in a van. Dude, for real. I'm very disappointed that you shaved before you got here. <laughs> Ernie, Ernie, uh, your buddy Ernie was really hoping I gave you a hard time about it, and then you show up with clean. Yeah, shaving. Ernie was not impressed. <laughs> so there's, I mean, there, I mean, it's not a great story, but I mean, there is a story behind it. You know, I, I was uh, cleaning up for the day right before we had some appearances, and I was shaving my face, and I hadn't had any facial hair in forever. I kind of shaved my face, so I was trimming it up. I was kind of rushing and I screwed up, went way too far. I'm like, oh, great. I'm just got to shave my whole face now. Um, about an hour earlier, well, I had different style hair at media day. Alexa doesn't like it at all. So she'd been giving me grief all day about my hair. So I let her fix my hair and I just, you know, it's like, okay, I'll fix my hair, whatever. It's fine. I, I get it. You hate it. It sucks. Okay, cool. I'll change my hair. So uh, I go in there to shave and I screw up and I'm like, okay, well, she really didn't like my hair. Okay, change my hair for her. Maybe I'll put this on my face and <laughs> and rock it because it works for Noah. It was one for one. Yeah. So I was going to try and make it two for two. And you got um, close. I got yeah. close, but, but no she, cigar. Let me guess. She loved it, right? I would assume she... she I walked really out of the bathroom and you would have thought she saw a ghost. <laughs> it seemed like everybody... I loved, uh, when I walked in my hauler, I was around my team for the first time that afternoon, they... It was either like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, my God. What is, what yeah. is on it was the, the crew guys were like, oh, yeah. And the media people were like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's Darlington, man. It's Darlington. It's, Darlington. it's the only place you can get away with it, I think. It was great content. Got all the attention on social media for it. Yeah, yeah a lot of positivity, for a lot sure. Of, a lot of, a lot <laughs> of good. good comments. Take yeah. the good with the bad. To leave an audio message 24-7, go to anchor.fm slash clear. Click the message icon, and we will keep playing the best ones each week on the show. Dirty Mo Media fans, this is IndyCar driver Connor Daly. 
and comedian Joey Molinero. We're here to tell you about the most honest, unfiltered, and informative IndyCar podcast on the market, Speed Street. Connor and I break down the weekly happenings of IndyCar, our lives on and off the track, and talk a little NASCAR and F1 as well. Dirty Mo Media's newest show is available now on all major podcasting platforms. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Speed Street Pod. It's time for the Ask DBC Offer Pad Question of the Week. Send in your questions on Twitter each week using hashtag AskDBC and we will answer the best ones. So this first one is from Superhero25. What are your thoughts on NASCAR changing the DBC, DB, DBP clock from five to 10 minutes? We should sponsor the DBC. Yeah. Should this have been idea. done sooner in the year? The, the DBC I, clock. DBC. Right? I like it. I think it should have been done after the year. You leave it how it is right now. Yeah, that that actually got me thinking about a change they made earlier this week too. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. The qualifying changes they did. I don't know what you're talking about. The qualifying <laughs> order. Still don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna break it down. <laughs> so Monday it was. They they sent a bulletin out saying that they changed the qualifying order um, for the playoff cars. So. You could run dead last. Didn't matter how you finished the week before. You're going to still, in your order, go before, you know, all the other cars are outside the playoffs. So you could have a 40 on your metric, and you're still going to be probably, you know, uh, I'd say the 13th or 12th car out. And you're in the same group? Group A. Group A. Everybody's in Group A. Well, it's Group A and Group B. It's split evenly. Oh. But it's just, it kind of, it's kind of frustrating to me. It kind of takes me back to when we were all, you know, our starting order was kind of determined by playoffs and all that sort of thing. You know, like you... Uh, when I was outside the playoffs that first year, I like ran like second somewhere, and I was still starting like seventeenth. Yeah. Seventeenth. Yeah. I, I don't think started it should change. Third. I yeah, think like, it should be how it is. Like you're. Oh yeah, that's what I was getting to. Like just keep it the not same. Make just, changes in the middle of the year. Like we we know this way the rules are going to be, unless it's a, some sort of safety deal. Like I, that kind of frustrated me because of all weeks, this was the week that was going to have the most parity to it. Right? Like nobody in the play that was in the playoffs had a good day. I guess I'm a little salty about it because I did. Me and Austin were going to be like the last two cars out and everybody else was going to be way before us. You're saying yeah. you earned it. Well, I, I felt like it did. Yeah. And then they made oh. a real change. Yeah. So that was a bit frustrating. So, I mean, yeah. when I look at this, so you're telling changing me I the earned- DVD clock kind of, to me, is kind of the same thing. Like, I, you know, why are we changing are we the middle of the year? Yeah. Like, we've been prepping and understood that, okay, this is our time. We have five minutes to get all this done, you kind of have tools and all these things accordingly, game plan accordingly. And now we got to start thinking about, okay, now we have twice the time. We can think about it more, blah, blah. I just, it I should like just it. stay the same. Like you should have the same advantage. You should have the same opportunity as the other guy. Um, so basically you're saying if we finish seventh, um, if you would have finished seventh, you're going to be in a better spot next week simply because you're in the playoffs. Yeah. Like all the playoff cars, whether it's group A or group B, yeah. go out last in the order of how it based off their metrics. So you're telling me that we could go to Kansas with the best opportunity or whatever, say it, what say it's our best track and we're going to be a disadvantage already before we get there. Yeah. Like a place like Martinsville or uh, Richmond, it would have been huge with how oh, that went. And yeah. I feel like Martinsville is going to play out almost the exact same way. Um, some of these tracks like the Roval won't matter. I just don't know why you would change it now. It's going to, it's definitely going to change the outlook of the qualifying. This next one is from our favorites. B underscore DeCock for the eight. How aggressive does Chase Elliott need to be the next two races after going into Darlington with a 33-point lead and coming out with a 15-point cushion? Tyler, I'll ask you that first. You know, 
I, I don't I don't think I don't think they have to hit the panic button or anything. Um, I think it'd be that that'd be a mistake, right? If you hit the panic button after a day like you had at Darlington, going into Kansas, make the same mistake. Now you're really in trouble. But uh, I mean, he's been the best car all year on a consistent basis. Whether it's you know maybe he's not had the fastest car every single weekend, but he's gotten the most out of it and been the most consistent. You know, he was a regular season champ, has the most playoff points. I mean, like, again, I think if they just have normal or just average uh, runs over the next two races, he'll be fine. Yeah, they're, they're, when you start doing things differently is when you start having issues. Like, you don't have to change anything. There's no, there's no reason to raise the aggression level. You go, you go through this week normal, and then you see where you're at. Maybe, maybe for Bristol, you got to raise it a little bit. But like, like Tyler said, he's been the most consistent guy. He's going he's gonna to go up there and get – 30 points is, you know, it's, it's going to have a good run and, and he'll be fine going into Bristol. But, you know, you don't, once no, you start, already ran Bristol. Once you start, well, that was a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Uh, once you start changing things, that's when you find yourself in trouble. Yeah, I don't, uh, definitely not a panic situation. There might be a time where in this race where somebody puts him three wide, maybe, and instead of normally not lifting, he might lift this time just to be out of the situation. But if he goes and does what he's been doing all year, it's not even going to be a factor. All right, well, congrats to Superhero to Five for having this week's OfferPad Question of the Week. It's time for us to get to our favorite Xfinity X-Fi more than fast moments from this week. Whether you're behind the wheel or online, speed isn't the only thing you need. So what were your more than fast moments this week, EJ? Oh, man. You know, it's got to be hard for me not to. These these are all great choices. There's so many good choices between Eric and, and Kyle and Noah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Eric Jones. I got to give it Eric Jones there. You know, being in position, that's a long race to not make a mistake in or take yourself out of. There's plenty of opportunity to speed, to to brush the wall, to take yourself out of the race. And he didn't, and he was rewarded by it from, you know, obviously there was a the part failure or something in front of him, but he was there. And to do that, you got it more than fast. Yeah, I got, I got two. My first one goes to Kyle Larson for how fast he spun out after he took the wave around and got himself back in position to get back on the lead lap. That was pretty impressive <laughs> on his part, I thought. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, I'll, I'll actually give it to the 43 pit crew on top. Eric did a great job, obviously also, but the pit crew is what got him position there though. All my, oh, my old guys, Rick James, Ian, uh, Doug James. and them guys, Rick James, uh, you know, these guys, they're the ones that wave on pit road every week. Yeah. You know, oh, they're, yeah. they're the ones out there. They, oh, yeah. they waved every car. They they car. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So their, their guys are awesome. And then they had a smoking, I think nine, two or nine, yeah. three pit stop to get them up in position to when the 18 blew the race that they were leaders. I met them and they were like, man, you're way cooler. Than Thanks. Freddy. Yeah. That's funny. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We had a saw nine pit road, but we didn't have that. that you didn't have that, that nine three or whatever it was out there. Tyler. Um, well, I, I don't know. You guys took two, two uh, obvious ones. I would say um, for me, uh, just seeing how out of gas he was at the end of the race um, and how hard he was pushing uh, to stay in that fight. He got passed by Kyle Larson and then stay in it, not let the two leaders run away from him. I, you know, I got to give it to my man, fellow Fu Manchu rocker, <laughs> retiree. We both retired it. Uh, Noah Gregson. Uh, he had a really good race. Noah, uh, Darling, Noah's 
been really good at Darlington. Um, and, uh, yeah, to, to fight up there and stay with Kyle after getting passed, that, that's a tough thing to do. It's so easy at Darlington when you're working your tail off and someone just drives around you. It's weird. Like, I don't know. It happened to me a bunch of times in the cup race. Like, I could fight, fight, fight. And as soon as they passed me, they would just drive away from like tw- by like 20 car lengths. And he never – so easy for that to happen to the, to to that driver when you're the third one in line, if you will. So, he did a good job staying in the fight, not giving up, and uh, putting himself in position there when the leaders got into it. Here on Norman McCleary, being more than fast is a way of life. Thankfully, there's plenty of weekly action for our Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. You know what else is more than fast? Xfinity X5. With the speed for all your devices, you also get the reliability and security that keeps your crew connected and protected. With Xfinity X5, you can do more of what you love with faster internet and a powerful and secure connection. Follow at Xfinity Racing on Twitter for even more Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. And Casey, don't forget to vote for your favorites. That's right. Thank you to Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. idiot all right it's time for what an idiot and i know tyler you already had three so feel free to go first i'm disappointed (laughs) in you you know why it's because we're sitting here talking about you know noah and you guys rocking the the thing together why don't why do you not walk around with your fire suit like unzipped and stuff i did i did it one time didn't Um, did go well (laughs) i just don't anymore where what happened my notes Oh. oh your list deleted them where did they go they're next to TJ's. There were Freddie did his notes <laughs> no, at the bar I, I after did, his I birthday. I did actually. I did notes. This is frustrating. Okay. They're usually in order. So I do. I get to go first. You so that's kind of in my favor. I will let you go. I mean, I don't know. who are you gonna call an idiot? I don't know. Nice guy. Um, nice guy. Tyler Reddick. And that's called. I really missed. Idiot. I don't have a lot of details, but it's hard not to to talk about or or. I okay. Just give it to Anthony Alfredo. I like what the heck happened. Well, he threw up the pasta. Right. <laughs> oh, he threw up? Now I feel bad. Well, I feel bad. Well, the thing was, so he he, I don't know if car? he threw up. He said he was dry heaving in his, in his interview. Um, but like some, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> when I drive heave, I don't hit the gas. I hit the brake. <laughs> <laughs> he was hauling ass down the back straightaway dry heaving. And somebody commented on the, on Twitter I saw was like, well, Noah throws up every week and he wins. So what, that's not an excuse. I, I'm actually, it's actually a really good point. Um, <laughs> I think it was like one of the last Xfinity races I ran that 48 car. I don't know why I mentioned that, but anyways, <laughs> the last race I ran with 48, I got out. I think it was Nashville. I went over there and was like Pat Noah on the back and like Kristen Bauer standing there. She goes way back. She used to yeah, yeah, be the host. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I'm sitting there and Noah just seems out of it. I'm like, what's wrong with him? And he's like, Oh, he just threw up all over himself. Right. Where I was just patting him. I'm like, Oh, great. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I guess he just needs to throw up a few more times and maybe do some more some more practice, throw yeah, up while driving, maybe, and, yeah, maybe and he'll yeah. be all right. 
like the one team that can't afford to wreck cars, they're wrecking them under caution now. Like it, that deals that deals imploding very fast. That was a rough rough outing for the Carolina Cowboys car. <laughs> I hate that for Austin. They didn't stay on for the full eight seconds. I don't think. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, I got. I was going. Obviously, that was my leading contender. That was there. Be my leading uh, one there. Um, but I, I'm still going to have to stick with Derek Krause for ever asking me to take him out to a bar. He probably will never do it again. Yeah, that was pretty pretty poor judgment on his part. <laughs> I got so many texts. They're like, "What is that kid thinking about? Like, you're, please don't kill him." I didn't kill him. I just when you texted me about, it, I'm like, "That's bold." Severely That's very injured. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, TJ. So I'm going to go with. Uh, uh, the guy that runs some truck series for Kyle, Corey Heim. So in Wilkesboro there, he gets into it in turn one. You were sitting down there, I think. I was down in turn four for the late model. Well, he didn't okay. have Derek spotting for him. That was a problem. Oh, Matt must have been it. <laughs> so he goes into, they, he gets into it with somebody in this car tours, cars tour race in the middle one and two. And they about spin out. Well, he hangs a left to like try to wreck the guy. And then it, like hits him in the door and wrecks himself. Like just ridiculous and then um yesterday i'm watching that arca race and did you see any of that no i was so it rained and they ran was, it yesterday I was day I drinking yesterday <laughs> so they, it rains Retweet. and um <laughs> i'm watching this thing and he gets used up a little bit and uh he he gets used up so he gets spun out like gets drove through jesse love didn't show him any love and <laughs> no, love. no love there was no, no love. love right there and Who he spun him love. out so nothing wrong with the car sits there until the caution comes out and then and there's only look there when i say that it's an arca race there was six five six cars racing and that was it so to and then so they give him a five lap penalty <laughs> for bringing out the caution and they're trying to beat rain that it eventually actually ends short because of rain and he parks on the track to bring the caution out and they literally give him a five lap penalty so Perfect. and that you know that's the rule too though and oh, he was yeah. just mad that you know you get spun out. So you just got to know better than that because we actually had another caution. that wasn't him or they had another caution. that wasn't him. So he would have been caught right back up on the lead lap and been fine. But the little, I'm going to bring the caution out. Well, good luck with that. Rough, you you got to be smarter than that. For him, huh? Yeah. That rough was stretch. a rough stretch. That, well, you know, talking about rough that, that Darlington has not been good to Alfredo this year, because I remember now the first race, you know, he had that issue this week, the first race, remember he blamed Landon for making him speed down pit road. And then the video comes out and Landon was nowhere oh, near. Like it was yeah. like, we had already pulled off the pit and he was on the other end of pit road when he sped. There are maybe so there's many, some, uh, maybe what's that place? Apple Annie's. Maybe yeah, he goes <laughs> to Apple Annie's uh, the night before the race up there. There's a, there's so many like pasta jokes with that. Oh. Like, Oh, he's uh, got Alfredo. Oh, mm-hmm. Was it mom spaghetti? Who knows? I mean, there's so many. All right, let's move on to DBC picks because I finally won at Darlington with Denny. Thank you, Denny. Turn, turn over a new leaf. Yeah, whatever. Tyler should erect Denny. Then I oh, yeah. So, that well, been, I mean, that would have been. That would have been a good idea. I mean, on the restart through two, we actually had contact. That was that was pretty big. I was like, hey, that was, that was pretty yeah. big off turn two. And he's like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was kind of laughing. I'm like, oh. Ask if it was bigger than the contact in the parking lot here. <laughs> uh, All right. No. So on that note, Brett, yeah, Brett leads with eight wins. Jason is in second with seven. TJ and Freddie are tied in third with five. And of course, I'm last with three. Let's make picks for Kansas. Do we know who Brett picked? Brett's picking Kyle Bush. Son of a. Freddie. That's who I wanted to pick. I'll take, I'll take the boss, man. You, Dennis, TJ. All right, now I got to go back to the drawing board here. 
<laughs> seems um, like Toyotas are, are, are the trend so far. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to do it. He's going to screw me if I do it. Um, I don't worry. I won't pick you. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, usually it's a bad luck. Well, it's luck. a bad luck. Yeah, but I think I won with you, though, didn't jinx, I? Probably. I did win with Tyler. <clears throat> I'm going to go with Christopher Bell. Damn it. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go out of the playoffs. Martin Chooks Jr. Okay, so the Gibbs guys are all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota's everywhere. There's one more. There's two more Toyotas you can pick from, Casey. I don't even remember. I mean, uh, I would. I mean, I'd just go for it. I would. <laughs> Who would you pick? Oh, jeez. Um, you could pick basically anybody but Hamlin. Well, yeah. you can't pick Hamlin anyway, so. Or Toyota. I mean, I guess you could oh, pick Bubba. I, I don't know. Bubba ran good at Darlington, and everyone's picked Toyotas here. I'd say there's a good chance of how this day could go. We passed. It'd not be a bad idea. Or I could pick Larson. <laughs> He's had a lot. He's had... But this could be his race. Today would be great. I don't know. Yeah, it's I'm almost, sorry. It's almost like you've had the whole show. Fine. I'll I don't think pick, it helped you at all. I'll pick. I'll pick Larson. What a what a pick! Wow. Yeah, great so job. Crazy. All right. You're crazy. Um, Tyler, I have to ask this. Knowing that you have already out, oh, they break this even you more. Just about that. Just about yep. was the last. As I as we. You know, knowing that you're already signed up for 2024 season with 2311, what what do things look like right now? I know you're shifting to Toyota, 2023 back with RCR. Not tell us anything. Mm. What 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 do things look like right now? Knowing that 2024 is set, but 2023 TBD, and you're still probably in planning. Well, it, it certainly everything has uh, been. It's been interesting. You know, uh, RCR certainly wasn't thrilled with how everything right. went on the announcement on the future. Um, but it hasn't really seemed to hurt things this year. Uh, we've been able to go out and, and win another race and continue to run strong. But it's obvious. I mean, you know, some feelings have been hurt. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to be there next year. I'm pretty sure that's what the plan is. But, I've you know, they're trying crazy to... Rumors. Me too. That's they what I was are asking. Certainly trying to figure out what their future is going to look like. Right. Um, they know it's not going to involve me. So, um, you know, there's weighing out all their options, trying to figure that out right now. Have you been a part of anything Toyota, anything 2311, or is that really just you're waiting until closer to 2311? No, Danny joked about it quite a bit. I'm straight up competitor right now. Yeah. No help. <laughs> yeah, you're not no invited to the meetings. No meetings. Yeah. Well, it yeah, was interesting friends, in, in Daytona, racing. like watching you run very well with Toyota yeah, you know, and with I didn't Chevy. realize that until someone said something to me. Then I went back and watched it. And I'm like, dang. This looks bad. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, but Kyle and Denny and, and the, the, the Toyota front bumpers just line up really good. Um, yeah. With my back bumper, no pun intended, quite literally, they just line up better. You know, you saw what happened when I tried to push somebody. I freaking wrecked McDowell. So, I mean, <laughs> nice I was guy. better nice. off up front. Nice guy. <laughs> so, I have a quick question. What was the first initial contact like whenever you got were like, oh, you know what I mean? Can you say anything about that? I mean, me and Denny have, have, have talked quite a bit, you know, it was the, the first thing that was just, you know, surprising to me is when he did reach out, you know, just, you know, complimented me on what I do. He's been paying attention. He knows the work I put in, thinks to do a really good job. And it kind of just started there. And we would just, you know, every time we'd race around each other, we just, you know, text, talk back and forth. And it kind of just, it started from there. I didn't really know 
where it would go. But, uh, you know, the more and more we talked, the more, um, you know, it was, it became obvious he wanted me to be there. So I was, it was pretty exciting. But so this uh, is like your first real him coming after you for just driving. Like, oh, uh, opportunity. Yeah. 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 That's good yeah, for sure. No, I was, yeah. and that, and I never even really thought about it that way. But yeah, that's, you know, as you, it, it's tough to, to get into NASCAR. And I had a lot of help along the way. I wouldn't have made it here without it, you know, from my family and my grandfather. So, um, you know, it's really cool that it's gotten, you know, my work. I think you started off. Point. You, you put yourself around the right people, like with Brad and stuff too. In the beginning you get right. Like, you, I mean, I think, um, you've been around good people your whole career. Like even at junior motorsports here, you're around good people and, and, um, you've excelled from it. So I think you've earned it. No, thanks. And your spotter early on was probably a big asset too. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. kind of a self no, plug there. No, wasn't I, wasn't, it? I wasn't actually meaning <laughs> you. I'm just talking about you had good, like TJ spotted for him back in the truck days. He kind of self plugged himself. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking more like leaders like Brad and Dell jr. And stuff. You had good and TJ majors. Yeah. Yeah. Me, of course. I didn't listen to him too. Sometimes that's for sure. We go to Texas five laps in. It's not time yet. I'm up there running the fence. Not time yet. The cars are going by on the inside trucks. Not time yet, buddy. In the fence. <laughs> I remember one time I told Tyler, uh, I was like, all right, yeah, we can't run up top there. And like three last lady tries it. And then he hits the wall and he was like, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. Just then there was, I the, couldn't for whatever reason, just painting a white line was not, not my thing. <laughs> it's painting the outside wall was more my thing. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. So much for joining us, Tyler. I'm really glad you had it easy with Brett not being here. Yeah, I didn't offer the the business insider and and, well, and the insight. No, it was. Oh, how about I say this? This will really get him good. It was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't speed going through McB. Oh, McB. or MacB. No, yeah, McB. I stopped at the gas you station know, it's there weird. just to make I, sure I, I look at it on my phone, and I, there is no A. Yeah, there's never been that's a, what That's what I always McDonald's. say. That's always right. You will never win the I don't know. I've, I've heard people call it McDonald's. Yeah. True. They live in Maybe McBee. Maybe in McBee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a McDonald's in McBee. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much to our amazing presenting sponsor, OfferPad. And thank you all for listening. Don't forget to watch us on MAV-TV this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And check out Dirty Mo Media's YouTube page. There's some Really cool content good on content. that. Such yes. Good content. And be sure to say hi in Kansas if you're there. Sounds good. Thanks. Good See luck this week. Kansas. Tyler, yeah. good luck this week. Yeah, yeah. good yep. luck. Thank you, guys. I hope you finished at least fifth, I don't know what I'm going to listen to this week <laughs> since I did DBC. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to listen to tomorrow morning uh, on the way to whatever I'm doing. What do you you got to listen out. to us. We need the listeners. We need the downloads. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. Very good point. All right. Have a great week, everyone. See ya. Later. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.